faith, love, moving out, oh my god, finding your first house, situationships, friends with benefits, friendships, work, getting your first job, starting up your first business, failing, trying, failing again. Apparently, we are adults. Welcome to the Aya podcast. everyone welcome to another week and another episode of apparently i'm an adult with i womitha as your host for those of us who don't know what apparently i'm an adult is it's a podcast where i bring some of my incredible friends <laughs> blank for a second but i bring some of my incredible friends and we talk about everything adulting because it's difficult it's stressful it's overwhelming it's lonely and it can be very easy to feel like you're alone it's very alienating it's like all of our experiences are so different yet they're so similar in their own way and this podcast is all about creating community it's about us coming and laughing about the ghetto that we are going through it's about us talking about our experiences it's about us talking about the lessons that we are learning it's about us just having a community that we can lean into as we grow because like the world looks at us and thinks we're like adults which it makes sense but like it really doesn't because it feels like there's so much that we should have known about adulting but like we don't know and we're having to figure it out through making mistakes and that's why this podcast exists. It's that community of people that have made mistakes that are making mistakes that are growing that are learning and we just talk about them. We share the less, like you know, you you get the bang, you get the whole vibe. Um, on today's episode, I am alone. But before we start talking about today's episode, I just want to say thank you so much for the feedback from the last episode. It means so much to us that a lot of you resonated with it, that a lot of you felt connected to it, so or had yourselves in it. It just it really humbles me, truly. Safari so and I have talked about how us recording this conversation was so important to us because our evolving relationship with our parents has shaped so much of who we are. And so the fact that we recorded this and shared it out and a number of you resonated with it, a number of you felt seen in it, it just... It means everything to me. I am incredibly grateful. We are incredibly grateful and just like that, we are three episodes in. I am on the fourth episode of this podcast. Uh, a few disclaimers before we start. If you hear background noises like a river, <laughs> it's because you go is on vacation. <laughs> I'm on vacation. Anyway, um, I am recording this episode from truly one of the most beautiful places I have ever been to. I'm not like the most well-traveled person, but like I've traveled a bit. But if you love nature, if you're an outdoor person, if you love green, all that, then this place is literally perfect. And I'm on a solo trip, which is really interesting because I'm recording an episode about relationships <laughs> while on a solo trip. But 
Yeah. Also, if you hear kids screaming, there's like a family next to me. The the children are a bit loud. I have tried to move away from the noise, but just want to give a few disclaimers. And with a lot of information, let us get started into today's conversation, where it is going to be lessons on love from my exes and things I wish I knew about a healthy relationship. The last part of what we're going to be talking about today was actually inspired by one of our listeners. Shout out to you, baby girl. She kind of like told me she's in her first relationship and there's a few things she wishes she knew. You feel me? So I am not a relationship expert in the least bit. Actually, if my history is an indication of how good I am at relationships, I am not that good. I have dated some very questionable characters i've gone out with people that i'm just like child what were you thinking like why why did that look like a good idea baby girl like you're hot you're smart you have punte why in god's name were you going out with these people but on that same note i've also gone out with very interesting people very kind people just generally like amazing human beings so shout out to every amazing human being i've either gone out on a date with had a vibe with whether or not we turned out to be something i'm grateful for y'all because i can never say men are trash because i know way too many good men in my life but at the same time i know a lot of trashy men but yeah i think that was an important thing to mention so as we start this conversation is my relationship history very strong no not really but (laughs) i've had my fair share of character development on these streets and some of the ways i've been character developed honestly they're just sad they're honestly truly sad because it's just like babes you saw the like i will see red flags and think you know what maybe they're being orange it's a warning, but it's not danger. I don't know if you feel me like <laughs> it's a warning, but it's not danger. Like one of my friends just consider every time she sees a meme or a TikTok or a video about clowning for men, she just sends it to me because she's like, babes, some of the things I do on the street. Like my guys, let me tell you, I once did laundry for men. Me who hates laundry. Like I hate doing laundry. I absolutely detest doing laundry. It is not my thing at all. One of the things I always pray to God about is that I'll always have enough money to either pay someone to do my laundry or buy a washing machine. But then I once did laundry for a man who had just finished playing rugby in the rain and I did his laundry. it's funny now let me tell you it's funny now it wasn't funny when it was happening but like i did his laundry and his roommate's laundry so yeah i don't i don't have like a stellar track record when it comes to my choices in men but then with this character development we are getting older and wiser and on that note can we officially start this episode so what are we going to be starting with well the first lesson i learned in love this is low-key a hierarchical order in terms of like when i dated this man but then you might not be so it's just everywhere also this is i am very intentional about like not saying anyone's name but if you feel hurt by the things i say on this episode i'm sorry but i'm not sorry 
I am allowed to have my own experiences and interactions with you. So yeah, have fun. Yeah. Anyway, let's start. Now, one of the biggest lessons that I learned from love was no one is doing you a favor by being with you and you should never be in a relationship with someone because you want to do them a favor. How do I explain? The first, I think one of the first relationships I had post high school, it was with this person that I used to think that I'm attracted to people with special talents, which if you think about it, everyone has special talents. So it's not like such a cool, unique thing to brag about, but it seemed cool to me at like 18. And so this person was like, Someone I'd looked up onto, I'd looked up to. So when I started like going out with them, I think the chemistry was not that. Like truly, 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 we were in different head spaces. We wanted different things in life. We were very different people. But I don't know why my brain just felt like, oh my God, I'm dating this person that I used to think is so cool. And like they're my boyfriend. And even in the midst of dating them, I kind of like ended up hurting like a friendship, which was so stupid. Not truly, truly, truly not worth it. But to think back on that experience and how I felt like, oh my God, this person is dating me. This person chose me. <laughs> Miss ma'am, no, no, baby girl. Like it was just such a mess. It was, there was no chemistry. I don't even think I ever really loved this man. The next person I dated, that one I loved, but that one was the proper character development I got on these Nairobi streets. Like, if there's a man who humiliated me, also taught me lessons, it's the next person I dated after this. But I think I had this thing also kind of, I'm going to give myself grace to the fact that I came from like a very complex parental background. I do not deny that I had daddy issues and I'm probably working through them. And before you think... Of throwing shade at me for being comfortable enough to admit daddy issues. I am not going to take responsibility or be insulted by something that was not necessarily my fault. A man failed to be present as my father. And as a result of that, I was affected in how I'm able to relate to men. And so you cannot shame me for another man's failure. So yes, I can comfortably say that at that stage in my life and where I was then... I really did have daddy issues. I kind of like wanted that validation from a man. And also because in high school, I was a smart kid. And for some weird twisted reason, like the high school that I went to, there was almost like this notion of being smart and it meant you weren't very attractive. And so I spent most of my high school feeling like I wasn't attractive. And so when this person and I started going out in my heart, it was like, oh my God, this man is dating me. Wow. Like this man wants me. Yeah, that was stupid, but there was that, there was that thing of, I had spent like a significant chunk of my teenage life not feeling attractive or not feeling desirable and see this person dating me and to be willing to overlook everything that told me this was not it because of it was a man, like a man is a man. Nope. Nope. And even all these memes that I see about how women settle in their twenties and in their thirties, because yeah, like you're not getting a man. And so you take whatever it is. I refuse to settle for life like that. And I'm sorry to my 18 year old self that I settled for life in that way. So yeah, that was one of the biggest lessons that I learned from love. And even at the same time, understand that there's nothing that's too good for you. Let me tell you. The amount of audacity I moved through life relationally, like romantic relationship wise, <laughs> insane, absolutely insane. And I love that for myself because I've gotten to a place where I don't care like 
how smart, how rich you are. There's nothing that's too good for me. And that means that I'm never going to feel like anyone's doing me a favor by going out with me. Because, honey, you're not. You're choosing to go out with me. I'm choosing to go out with you. And so if it gets to a place where this is no longer serving either of us, we can take a step back we can move away. Like, I don't know. Like for me, that has grown to be such a big thing. Like my confidence in no man can make me feel like you're doing me a favor by dating me. I can't promise you. You can try. A man tried in uni. I went out with this guy. Oh my God, that man stressed me. But this man really tried to like make you feel or look like I'm supposed to be happy that he saw me. I remember just the time I was like, I'm done with this BS. I just sent him a text. I was like, Based on the nature of our relationship, this is not working for me. I have no desire to be in contact with you or to be friends with you. Have a great life. Bye. And it's important. It's important for us to know. And I guess that's why this whole conversation about like know your worth is so important. It's important to know for us to know both male and female. It's important for us to know that like you're worthy so that... If, like, you're a guy and a babe always treats you like, hey, imagine you're dating me. Imagine, go your way. <laughs> no one's doing you a favor by going out with you. It really isn't. And on that note, let us move on to the next lesson on love that I learned from my exes. Some people are actually just shit. Sorry, God, for the cussed. Some people are just crappy. Like, truly, at their core... I believe in love and loving people. And that's why I've often said that some of the people that I don't really like, if you were ever in trouble, I might come through. I probably actually would. Like, you're in an accident or, like, you were unwell and I was in a position where I could help. I would. But some people are actually just shitty people. That word is stuck in my head. Like, some people are just crappy. And you need to be able to believe it because... I like one so the the next person that I dated they were like proper character development girls went through it. But I remember the first time like I kind of like started those red seeing those red flags that baby girl just assumed were orange or yellow happy flags. They weren't red, excuse me. They were yellow flags. They were happiness flags, they were orange. They were passion flags. They weren't red flags, they were passion. But I remember one of the first red flags I saw was the fact that this person, like there's a time that like something happened between me and them and I didn't know that they were seeing someone. And then like a few days later, I found out that they were seeing someone. And imagine baby girl, baby girl didn't cut them off then. <laughs> That's funny. But I didn't cut them off then because my mind was just like, no, it was probably a mistake. They were probably caught up in their passion for me. Let me tell you, if a man can cheat not if a man, if anyone, a man or a woman or wherever on the spectrum of sexuality you lie, can't cheat on their significant other with you. I promise you when they start dating you, the possibility of them cheating on you with another person is very high. Like, I'm sorry to break it to you. You're not special. And I'm not saying that in like a bad way. I really do believe that Inherently, we're all special in our own ways and we bring so much value and perspective to our world. But like, oh, you think he cheated on his last three exes and you are the one that's going to change him? Sorry to break it to you, boo. No, you're not. 
you're actually not and I really wish I knew this about love at 18 at 17 18 because I saw it and I just kind of like ignored it and I was really stupid in love and I think that's like another lesson that's linked to it because don't be so stupid in love that you fail to see the crappiness that people are guys let me tell you this man cheated on me do you know when I found out on my freaking 18th birthday on my 18th birthday, the man got too drunk. And I had a few other friends who were drunk, which really sucks. So I feel like for my 18th birthday, I didn't even get to like enjoy it that much. But whatever. 21 was pretty decent, so he made up for it. Now, this man got too drunk and blacked out. And a few of my other friends were also drunk, which means I needed to get people home. And I was like, you know what? I can't get all of these drunk people home. What I decided was I was going to... Take his phone, text someone is about to like go on the whole yeah, why did you pick his phone? I'm sorry, if I'm dating someone and you're constantly hiding things so much that just taking your phone to text your friends is a whole thing. Yeah, that's a whole other red flag by itself. But staying on track, my brain goes up and down. Staying on track, um when this person so I, I took their phone and the plan was because I knew one of their friends, I was I wanted to call the friend and be like, meet us at this location so that you can take them and go home with them and I'm gonna take my friends home because like these people are blacked out drunk. And I've done that and then I pick their phone and then I see text from their ex. Mm. Text from their ex that say, Babe, are you okay? if you don't want to go to that party you can leave so it seemed like he had told her that he was going to a party that he didn't want to go to but it was important to his friends baby you can leave i'm close to you and i'm just like hold up and then i remember that this man had just come from a trip like a school trip with the same babe who was his ex and i had asked him i'd asked him like was your ex going to go on that trip? And he was like, no, this is like only for my ear of students. So like she's in an ear below me, so she's not going to be coming. So it turns out Miss Mom was there. <laughs> Miss Mom was there. And then so I asked the man and it turns out they made out. And she wanted to get back together with him. The same man that had like low-key cheated on her with me. That 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 one I really do know. I'm gonna give myself grace for that, and I can sleep at night peacefully. That, but you no, know, like they were together. But turns out they were together. He had then gone on to coast with her, to cheat on her, to cheat on me with her. But let me tell you, when they say love is blind, love is also stupid, because this very very beautiful lady speaking to you right now. I forget that man. And then <laughs> sometimes <laughs> now I can laugh. I promise you, I wasn't laughing when it was happening. I was bawling my eyes out. But right now it's funny. Turns out, baby girl, I helped him get back together with her. I asked him, like, what do you need? Like, you guys are true love. And you're meant to be together. <laughs> and you're meant to be together. So I helped them get back together. And then, yeah, that's when, like, sense started coming into my head. Started cutting the man off, nini nini. You know, started moving on with life. And then, like, went to school, blah, blah, blah. And then at some point, he calls me and I'm in school. He's like, he wants to get back together with me. This man was just very confused, guys. I know. He wants to get back together with me. And I'm like, huh? 
And then somewhere within that talking, it turns out he, after he had gotten back together with her, he had broken up with her again, and then he had gotten back together with her again. It was a whole mess. What was the summary of this very sad lesson? It's that some people are actually crappy. When you see those red flags, it's not time for you to be Mother Teresa. It's not time for you to go out here and be trying to save the whole world. You can't. Like, my love, truly, pack your bags and go. Because you cannot save everyone. Not everyone deserves your time. Not everyone deserves your energy. Some people are actually crappy people. Years later, this man would come to steal from me. Ebu imagine. Imagine this whole story and all this drama. This man would come to steal from me after like an year, I think an year, an year and a half before that, hounding me, telling me how I'm the one that got away for him. Oh, how he loved me. Oh, how he was so sorry. Oh, how oh, it was absolutely yes. But I was so stupid in love and I just had this thing in my head. I'm like, I'm going to see the best in people. I'm going to see the goodness in people. And it was so much that I was willing to put myself at harm, to hurt myself, to put my own money, to put my own energy on the line to preserve this person. And that was stupid. So don't do that. Like 18 year old me or whoever you're listening to this and you're in a space where you're making decisions about love don't make dumbass decisions don't make dumbass decisions to preserve the other person some people are actually crappy when you see that walk i promise you just walk like walk on with your life absolutely walk on with your life like yeah you deserve better 18 year old honestly i'm just sending you hugs and sending you love you really did deserve better. And I think something else moving on swiftly that I learned about love was the fact that like you aren't too much and you're not asking for too much. You're just asking from the wrong people. This comes with age and it comes with maturity. The contentment and peace know that the things we ask for are things that we actually deserve to be at peace with the things we ask for without feeling like there's anything bad with us for desiring these things. And without feeling like we are a lot for asking for these things. Because I once went out with someone who, excuse me, I once went out with someone who would, I wanted to like go out for movies, I wanted to go out for pizza, I wanted to go out to eat, I wanted to go to the national park. And he'd make it seem like I wanted too much. Actually, the exact words he would use was like, oh, you're acting like such a slick queen on a panda like my shakubo, which loosely translates to you like big things in life. My guy, pizza is not big things. It really isn't. But then this person would make it seem like there's something so wrong with me for wanting to have these experiences. And I wasn't even inherently all the time asking them to pay for it. I was saying it's something we could save up together towards. I'm okay paying for this time, you pay for next time. I just want to have experiences. For me, a relationship entails having different experiences together. And this one was, person would just make it seem like I'm crazy. They'd actually say that I'm acting like a slay queen. And for like 17, 18, 19 year old me, like, I, at that point, there was this pick me thing in me, which is actually one of the reasons why I live, a, I give a lot of grace to like people that I consider pick me's because I've seen that evolution that we all go through in terms of getting to a place of at some point you want to be a pick me because we are socialized and raised on the idea that male affection and male desire is the, like it's, it's, it's the, it's the epitome. It is what we should all 
aspire to. And so even when male expectations and desires do not align with who we are, we are willing to compromise that. We are willing to adjust ourselves so that it is adequate to the meals that we are appealing to. I'm sorry for the guys who are listening to this podcast because this section feels low-key targeted at you. I promise it's not. But years later, I would come to like day people that would go above and beyond to make me have experiences that matter to me. And I would do the same for them. It should never be one-sided. If you're in a relationship where you are the only person that goes above and beyond to make sure that like your partner has a good time that your partner experiences things that they desire and they're not doing the same for you and they're not they don't seem bothered by it they don't seem like they want to improve on it yeah no Mm -mm. nope that's a problem but then years later i'd have people who would be willing to go above and beyond for me to have these expenses and don't pull the whole like it's also like a matter of money or age. It definitely comes better with age and maturity. But I think when people truly love you and when people are truly willing to go above and beyond for you, you can see it because there's a time I once dated someone, I think I started dating was like, I was an year older than them. But maturity, I think, were almost at the same level. Or in some areas, I actually found them to be more mature than me. They were very like emotionally mature. And I remember this person they were and it wasn't the big things i remember it was the small things like buying me chocolate on my periods just because my periods can get really painful and uncomfortable and i'd always thought the whole idea of buying your partner chocolate when their their periods was cute it wasn't something big it was that thought of you oh you want to have this experience i'm willing to do that for you but here was this person who used to just kind of like make me feel crazy for desiring and for wanting this thing and so that's the lesson that I kind of wish I knew and that I truly believe is essential right now is you're not asking for too much. You're asking for the wrong person. And I don't mean these in the monetary sense. Me, I know that like as someone who grew up lacking things, I know that like finances can be stressful. I know that you can't always afford to take someone to a five-star restaurant. I know that you can't always afford to take someone fine dining, to take someone out of town for a whole week. It's the willingness to give this person the experiences that matter to them, that matters most. And that's what I look out for. And that's what I consider to be important. Like when you say I want roses, because sometimes like think about it, like even flowers, Guys will make it seem like you're so crazy for wanting flowers. Or people will make it seem like you're so crazy for wanting flowers. Yet flowers are like, with 200 and 300 bob, you can buy flowers. I have a flower plug where I get insane bouquets for between 300 to 500 Kenya shillings. That's roughly around $3. $3. You want to tell me someone can have 1500 or 2k or 2.5 for a bottle of booze, but doesn't have 300 to buy you flowers. A rose is 50 bob. You guy, nah, you're kidding me. So be with people that are willing to go above and beyond to make you comfortable. Be with people that think you're worthy of like everything. And they're willing to put in the work and the effort to give you that. Like that's so freaking important. Like, I don't know. I want to cry just thinking about like 
18 year old me and me trying to like prove to this man that I wasn't a slay queen. Child, I don't know okay, if you call me a slay queen. I actually do not give two shits. Oh God, the cuss words. <laughs> I actually do not give two craps about it. You call me a slay queen because I want to have certain experiences. My guy, if it's not obvious, for the experiences that I want to have, I'm willing to give myself that. I'm just asking to share that with you. So yeah, that one, that one is... So, mm, it's just because I remember how crazy I used to feel then wanting to have all these experiences and feeling mad for wanting to have them. So that's a really big one. You're not asking for too much. You're asking for the wrong people. And next, mm, do not put your life on hold for the person you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with, especially when you're 17 or 18. There are very few high school or first year college or even just college romances that lead into long-term marriages that do not end up in divorce. I should probably have found statistics to back that up. So on that note, I am not saying this is a fact. This is a statement based on my own knowledge. It may be wrong and please feel free to correct me. But I remember not applying for college because of a man i did apply um to colleges in the u.s and i missed my early decision application because i thought i was gonna spend forever with this man <laughs> so i didn't put in the work and i missed that and my life turned out okay glory to god for that like truly everything is working out for my good for i who love him and are called according to his purpose amen but looking back it's very easy for us to be those people who, once you get into a relationship, it becomes the entirety of who you are. I once, like, I remember there was an end of a relationship where me and the person were talking. We are distant acquaintances. We haven't talked for, like, a while. But I remember, like, when we were calling it, I think either when we were calling it quits or, like, a few months afterwards, we are talking about how, well, our relationship had been good. There had been a level of codependency where we didn't nurture other spaces and parts of our lives as much as we could have. And so one of the things I've kind of like learned about love and grown to appreciate is do not put your life on hold for love. Always make decisions that serve both you and the person. And especially when you're very young, your understanding and your viewpoints and kind of like how you see the world can be a bit limited. And so at that point, it's very important for you to make a decisions from a you perspective. What aligns with me five years from now? What aligns with me 10 or 15 years from now? Make decisions that you would feel proud of and make sure that you're nurturing every other area of your life while you're doing that. As I said, this person and I, when we're ending, we're like, yeah, not the healthiest level of codependency. So one thing I promised myself I was going to do consciously moving forward was that I was always going to nurture my friendships when I'm in a relationship. I was going to spend time with my friends. I was going to go out with my friends. I was going to have a good time with my friends. And this is because I need to have an entirely full life separate from, not like separate, but like like that exists so that when this person leaves, I don't feel like my whole world has been taken away. I don't even believe in the whole statement of you complete me. One, I find that incredibly cheesy. Don't, first of all, I'm a lover girl. So when I say something is cheesy, it's a preference, but I'm a lover girl. I love love. I love the idea of love. But to have a life beyond your partner, it allows you to not love this person from a place of desperation. 
I know what it feels like to love people from desperation. I know what it feels like to be, oh my God, if this person leaves, I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore. Oh my God, if this person leaves, who am I? Because you spent all of your free time with this person. You spent all of like your free money on them. They were the person you leaned on for everything. And I am not saying that you do not lean on your partner for things. I'm just saying have a healthy balance and have a really full life. So that when you are with this person, you're adding into each other's lives. You're not holding on to each other's life and love for survival. Because that's scary. That is incredibly scary and it's problematic and it's going to result you in making choices that may not serve you in the long term because you're so scared and this person is literally your lifeline. If I may be a Christian for one second, Charla Jesus be your lifeline. But anyway, so on a more serious note, like it's so problematic and you're going to miss out on so many great experiences that you could have had because of having someone as like your lifeline and the one thing that you hold on to and so have a full life beyond you and your partner enjoy it be apply for things i there's there's this quote i read that says no person is your friend that demands your silence or stifles your ability to grow and when I think about it, that even applies to love. No person is your lover that demands your silence or stifles your ability to grow. Love should give you wings. Love shouldn't hold you down. It should give you freedom to have the most insane of experiences that your heart desires in a healthy way. And like when you love someone, when you're making these decisions, you're obviously thinking about them, but you're also thinking about your life in the full time. And also at 18... I always knew I didn't want to get married early. So why in God's name was I delaying applying to college or messing up with like my college application for a relationship? Yet I already knew that I didn't want to get married early. Like it's just, like it's just sad, you know? But anyway, next, actually believe people. This one, there's not a lot of explanations. Like imagine if someone doesn't... (laughs) someone says i don't want a relationship believe them like baby girl my man babes whoever you're listening to believe them believe them listen and make your decisions with the information that they've given you not to the information that you expect to get that one is very important because i've had like i've had crushes or like people that were like, I'm not ready for a relationship. And you think, <laughs> think your mom's going to change him. You're like, oh, I'm just going to give him a little bit of time. And he's going to want me. Child. No. Miss ma'am. Sir. Babe. No. Because I had a thing with someone like a few years ago. And... They kept on saying, like, I'm not looking for a relationship, but I had great chemistry with them. And so for me, I just assumed and was like, no, imagine with time, this person will see how great we would be together and they're going to want to be with me. Child, this man left me. I remember I got an asthma attack and I was in a hospital. This man left me in a hospital in a town I do not know alone. Actually alone. I did not have anywhere to sleep. I was sick. I was in hospital. He didn't pay the bill. Like even the barest minimum of, oh, I've paid for the bill. Nothing. 
like just left me there and in my head, I still thought, but we have great chemistry. So this person, Madonna, Nitaka. No, that was stupid. Don't do that. Don't be out here. Like when people say they don't want things, watch, like be keen about it. And closely linked to that, me, me love words, <laughs> the way to my heart. Send me like a long paragraph with some sweet nothings. Oh, child. Words of affirmation are my top love language. But then... I make this really stupid mistake of thinking if someone says something and then the actions don't match it, I hold on more into their words than their actions. I've done it. Like that guy who left me at hospital. I remember when I called things quits with him. He was like, but I love you. Like, oh my th- I love you. I do. Yeah, you love me, but you left me in a hospital alone sick struggling to breathe taking care of my own bill it's 11 p.m i didn't have anywhere to go yeah you love me but we talk about something i never like i never like really officially dated them but i had a trying to see what this could be with them you love me and we agreed that you were gonna communicate and german communicated and now i'm tired and i've sent you to do how many we need to talk like Truly, your words are great and you love me, but you're not the one for me. Because you actually do not care about me. And those words you used to say, Kitambo, like I'm not ready for a relationship. You actually meant them. You don't love me. You just like how much I love you. Not love you. You just like what I do for you. Yeah, that was truly not love. You just like how much I do for you. You like how I serve you. You like the value that I bring into your life, but you don't necessarily love me. Because while your mouth might say it, your actions truly prove the opposite. And so believe it, believe what people say and believe their actions even more. Send this to your 18-year-old sister who's just getting into a relationship. Send it to your 17-year-old mentor. Send it to them because I I don't know what we usually have in our heads and we think, ah, if this person said this, I can change them. Or if they said this and the actions are contrary, the actions just need to catch up, baby. That's just dumb. Honestly, that's just dumb. And I know this episode contains a lot of references of me telling myself that's just dumb. I am at peace enough with myself to acknowledge that I've done some few stupid things. But that doesn't stop how amazing I am. Excuse me. Excuse me. And on that, also on that note, you can call shit off. You can call a relationship off. If something doesn't serve you, please take your step and move away you can you have that power once again links to our first point no one's doing you a favor by being with you don't beat someone because you're doing them a favor so if something no longer serves you move walk and as we move on to the last segment of today's episode which has been a lot of me ranting <laughs> i hope you guys have enjoyed it and i've also kind of like resonated with it is one of the listeners asked she's in her first relationship things on how to have a healthy first relationship let's start with the man is not your prince charming and for the guys the lady is not your cinderella in other words people are not going to come into your life and automatically know everything that you need how exactly you want it how exactly you would you get like 
Because I think we grew up on fairy tales and we grew up on this idea of love and rom-coms. I get love rom-coms. And I know how exactly they end, but I will always watch them. We grew up on these rom-coms where we think that like someone's going to come into our lives and they're going to know exactly what we need and they're going to be willing to go above and beyond to give us what we need and it's going to be perfection and we're going to live happily ever after. And so when someone doesn't guess that when we are angry, we need a hug, and just stands there. We get mad. We're like, how dare you? How dare you not know that I need a hug? But as my partner always says, you've had different experiences. You've grown up very differently from me. And so how you process information, how you desire or give affection, it's different. So you actually have to communicate the things that you want in a relationship. That's something I actually really wish I knew for when I got into a healthy relationship. Because I used to get so mad. Like, how don't you know this is that what? But like, my guy, they are not mind readers your partner is not a mind reader you actually have to communicate with them and relationships are imperfect from the word go even the people you have the most chemistry with excuse me you're gonna have to work through things you're gonna have to say this is what i want and this is how i want it and obviously like date people that you have great chemistry and great vibes with and people that bring you joy but there's gonna be a lot of learning that happens in relationships and so when those come understand that there's a lot of learning that comes with relationship next understand what you want from a relationship let me tell you if you're a material girl know if that's what you want for a relationship because it means that your expectations of your partner are going to be in line with that you're going to expect your partner to be able to buy you certain gifts and for you to have certain experiences and no one should judge you i don't have to agree with it but no one should make you any less valuable because of what you desire in a relationship if you desire companionship understand that and once you understand what you're looking for in a relationship understand the implications of that what does it mean for what you are looking for in a relationship For me, for instance, for me, kind of like the biggest thing I look for in a relationship is someone that pushes me to grow, someone that brings me joy, someone that listens to me and someone that supports my faith and helps me. It has like a lot to do with growth and someone that I can have a good time with and laugh with and all that. And so based on that understanding, it aligns my expectation and it also allows me to not compare my race with someone else. I usually say, I don't think I can date someone who's more than five years older than me. This subsequently means that I can, like most of the people that I'm dating, they don't exactly have multi-million money. They might have money, but it might not be oh, insane amounts of money. And so based on one, my expectations, what I'm looking for, it also aligns me, allows me to know like, this is what I can get as a result of this. You know, you're a material girl. That means that like, most likely most guys in their twenties, unless they come from very wealthy families, huge startup founders, I'm a tayahu boy, they most likely do not have like insane amounts of money. So you're most likely going to like date people in their 30s or in their 40s. So understand what you want in a relationship. Don't let anyone judge you for it and understand the implications of that. And once you do that, run your own freaking race. Like I feel like I'm in wedding season and I keep on seeing these videos of people getting engaged and people talking about how they want like an apostle, how they want like a huge man that's going to propose to them in like nine months. That makes me cringe. 
once again, I'm a lover. I feel like I have to give disclaimers that I'm a lover girl because I sound like I hate love when I say that makes me cringe. But like, I can't imagine dating, marrying someone that I've only known for nine months. That's my own expectation. That's what I want. I want to date someone for a few years before I get married to them. Also, I don't want to get married early. So which means I communicate this to the people that I go out with. And so know what you're looking for. Be at peace with it. And do not compare you. Like with social media, there's so much perfection. And I love the perfection of social media. I love the idea of perfection because I feel like life can get very messy. So it feels good to see perfection. But understand that it might not always be the truth. And so look at what you have with your partner and decide what matters to you. And then lastly, this is not related to your first relationship, but if you're able to go out on different dates, this is something I kind of wished I knew earlier. I'm grateful for the fact that I've had seasons where I've gotten to experience this. Go out on different dates, meet different people, meet interesting people. I once met like an amazing artist. I feel like we would have been a very bad couple, but I learned so much from them. I learned so much from them on believing in yourself, believing in your craft, believing in what you're doing and putting in the work, no matter how long it takes. I also met someone else who was super kind, the nicest people. It sucks that like, Waiting end up being something, but I appreciated knowing them. So lastly, to close it off to my 18 year old self, if you can meet different people, see the world. And when you're ready to settle, not settle, but like when you want to get into a relationship with someone, do not compromise. Healthy is possible. Communicate your needs, my love. And run your own race know what you're looking for and make sure that you're aligned with the person what you're looking for don't go out here you you want like a serious relationship someone is just trying to sample the streets ah you're gonna break your heart once again alignment what someone says and their actions look at what that tells you and on that very long note that brings us to the end of our episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i am sending you so many hugs so much love. I'm in like a really huge season of potentially transition in my life right now. And so give yourself grace. I'm trying to give myself grace. You're doing great. And if there are things that you feel like you want to change, you can change them. You're allowed to evolve and you're allowed to change and become something new and desire different things. And no one should ever make you feel like you're crazy for wanting to change or for wanting something different. Sending so much love, so much good vibes. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, stay in touch on with us on social media. Well, actually, it's one social media on Instagram at Aya underscore podcast. You can follow me at momboy underscore Maitha. And to keep the conversation going, let me know in the description box what are lessons on love you wish you knew earlier on and what's something you would have done differently and what are tips on how to maintain a healthy relationship. You know, let's help our sister out. What are some tips that we can share with her on when a healthy relationship comes, how to make sure that it works for you and it serves you. Thank you so much for taking the time. I am so grateful for all of you and bye.